You're listening to My Part of Town Chattanooga, a podcast tour of our city by the people who know it best. Each episode features a conversation about a different neighborhood or aspect of life here in the scenic city. My name is Michael Crosa. Thank you for stopping by. This episode is sponsored by Trainual, the number one software for SOP documentation and employee training manuals. Listeners can get 10% off their first month with offer code CROSA, but more on that after the show. When I first moved to Chattanooga, something that struck me right away was how the city seemed so open and just fun for all ages. Downtown, there's a world-renowned children's museum. There are parks and community spaces that are clean and beautiful. One of the defining features of the skyline is an aquarium. Downtown Chattanooga is wonderful, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. Hi, I'm Ella Livingston. I'm the owner and founder of Coco Asante, which is a chocolate shop based out here in Chattanooga. I asked Ella if she could pick out her favorite part of town. Man, that is hard to decide because I love aspects of every part of Chattanooga. Uh So, yeah, but Chattanooga, I love all different aspects of the downtown. I love, I now live in the Hickson area. Okay. So it's been interesting to see that growth. I love the Hamilton Place Mall area. Yeah. Um, Scenic City Highway, gorgeous. Anything on Lookout Mountain or Signal Mountain, beautiful houses, beautiful views. I love that aspect of Chattanooga. And then I would have to say the Tennessee River Walk. Yeah. The way that spans all the way down, that's another, I think, yeah, a lot of people know about it, but I don't think enough people enjoy it the way it needs to be enjoyed. Yeah. Because it's it's gorgeous. I've biked almost the whole thing, and it's nice. gorgeous. I, that's, I feel like that's on my Chattanooga bucket list because when I first moved to town, I'm, I also lived in Hickson, mm-hmm. and it, like, ends there at the dam. Mm-hmm. It goes yeah. all the way downtown. And all the way downtown. All the way downtown. <laughs> As a matter of fact, it's a little over 16 miles, and it goes all the way through downtown and past. What would you consider to be, like, truly downtown? Oh, Well, I, it could be a map or just, like, landmarks or, like, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. I think for North Shore, like, when you're in the North Shore area, there's, like, a little tunnel. I don't know what tunnel they call it, but there's, like, a little tunnel where if you keep going, it'll take you to, like, Dayton Boulevard. Yes. I think that's one cap in the north. I think right where, um, you know, like here where Publix is and I think normal elementary school. Okay. I feel like that's a cap for me personally for downtown. So including North Shore? Yeah. So okay. it, it includes North Shore. And then I think it goes all the way down. I mean, yeah, there's like the south side. But honestly, I think once you pass where the 24, that highway is where you, you know, you go right. to the south side. Yeah. I feel like. That's like downtown. So I would include North Shore into the downtown area, but okay. I wouldn't really include the South Side because yeah. it gets less less of a city. It feels different. Yeah, yeah it does, yeah, yeah. definitely feels different. More, there's a lot more warehouses um, that you notice. Yeah. Even though there's a lot more condos being built down there, but sure. still a lot more warehouses. Warehouses there. turned into condos. <laughs> yeah. And that brings up a great point because no matter who you talk to, if you talk about the history of Chattanooga long enough, you always hear about the change. I am Bates Reed. I'm with Chi Farms and Markets, or Chi Life, and uh, we are a collaborative here in Chattanooga working with people to do really amazing things. And Bates is a true Chattanooga native. I grew up here when, you know, in Chattanooga and Red Bank, and the whole General Valley was just a smog pit. You know, you couldn't even see Lookout Mountain from downtown on Broad Street. 
like right where it was. That's how dirty this place was, you know, uh, from all the manufacturing and chemicals and stuff. You know, the, the whole landscape was different. But by the time I was a, a young boy, Chattanooga it was already dirty. You know, and the, it was starting to get dirty in the 60s and 70s, pollution, DDT in the rivers from all the farming killed. I didn't even know this until I moved back 10 years ago, but it killed all the birds. Everybody was moving out of Chattanooga and there were only about 50,000 people here then. I think we're like at 500, 562,000 as of a couple of two days ago, I heard, is what our population is in, in Chattanooga. It's almost hard to imagine the Chattanooga that Bates grew up in compared to Chattanooga today. I asked Ella to tell me about some of her favorite places in town. So one of my favorite spots, it's technically not here yet. Okay. It's going to be. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. So um, Nusha Ground um, is a restaurant that is like, it's it's a fusion of New Orleans and Ghanaian style food. Okay. And the chef is Chef Kenyatta. He's a phenomenal chef. He won like Chopped on the Food Network. Um, just phenomenal food. Lupita from um, Black Panther. She ate at his restaurant, shut it out. I mean, phenomenal chef. Okay. And uh, I think, honestly, he's one of the best that Chattanooga has. Cool. Just like, under, he, should, he's, he should be hyped up a lot more. So it's going to be a phenomenal hot spot. You'll see me there probably every week. Okay. Um, so that's one place of downtown Chattanooga I love. Of course, the bridge, because who doesn't? Right. And I love the different spots that are like kind of like Instagrammable spots. Yeah. So that um, the alley with the umbrellas right. or when you walk into the Edwin Hotel, they did have an installation with like butterflies. That was a gorgeous. Um, and then Kinley Hotel has a nice little spot where the cars pull in. They have these like lights hanging down. That's a great spot. And then of course, Jolie Jardin Flower Shop. They always have these gorgeous like flower installations like that encompass like the whole front of the building. And then they have like one of those little flower arches. Okay. And when the flowers bloom, it's just this beautiful, romantic, like, spot. Like, you, if you haven't been to Jolie Jardin Flower Shop... I have not. I, oh, my goodness. You need to go. If somebody didn't know Chattanooga, they didn't know what... Because mm-hmm. we all know what we mean when we say the bridge. Yeah. 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 You know, that's actually a good point, because technically, I think there's, like, four bridges. So, but there's one, the bridge. Yeah, there's yeah. one that's the bridge. So it's called Walnut Bridge. It has a lot of history, but it's also very beautiful. A lot of people mm-hmm. take, you know, gorgeous wedding shots there. There's, you know, the floor is made of kind of like wood. Um, the arches are beautiful blue architecture. It goes over the Tennessee River. You can walk back and forth. I think it's um, somewhere around a mile back and forth, maybe. Don't quote me on that, like I said. <laughs> and in the wintertime, um, they have these gorgeous lights um, that they place up. And when you think of, you know, Paris, you think of the Eiffel Tower. When yeah. you think of Chattanooga, you think of the Walnut Bridge. The Walnut Street Bridge, yeah, mm-hmm. I would agree. Bates also talked about the lights on one of the other bridges downtown. You know, I've been here, I'm 61, so I've got 61 years of memories of of what this place was for me. You know, like, it's not 100 years ago, but it feels like 100 years ago. But, you know, I remember my mom driving us down, going toward markets, going toward the Market Street Bridge on Market Street, going toward that bridge. And I remember at Christmas time, all the pretty lights when I'm a little boy, right? I'm six or seven years old, maybe. I remember it again when I'm 12, 13 or 14, but I have these little snapshot memories with these beautiful lights and, you know, the lights turn green, the lights turn red and you see the bridge in front of you and you see all the buildings lit up because in the early 60s, it was still really pretty here. To me, that sort of went away for a long time, you know, and now that I'm all grown up, way past grown up but you know i'm all grown up i'm driving through downtown and it's more beautiful than i remember it as a child 
There was another topic that came up unprompted in both conversations. You know, Chattanooga used to be, and in some ways is still kind of a divided city. Sure. Um, not even kind of, it is a divided city, although it's hidden. Um, but North Shore used to be primarily black. Uh -huh. um, and then the downtown was primarily white. And so the bridge was really kind of the, div the division. And, you know, from some of the stories that I've kind of heard from people who've been here a long time, you know, it was the city was divided. You know, you you didn't go into certain parts of town if right. you were a particular skin color. Uh, I really felt like this was a pretty racist town. You know, when I was growing up, um, you know, I, I have a lot of stories and a lot of formulation on all that. But you know, it was the kind of place that you know. I talked to my black friends about this. My my, my friends of color. You know, it was a. If you want to hear this kind of stuff, I don't know. I very much do. Like many southern cities, Chattanooga has a complicated and painful history when it comes to race, and that's worth acknowledging. For reference, Bates is a white man in his 60s, and Ella is a younger black woman. And so um, there was a, there's been a memorial of a statue that's been built because there was actually a hanging on Walnut Bridge of oh. a black man, yeah. And I don't remember, you know, what it was that he was accused of doing, uh -huh. um, but a lot of like history like that surrounds the bridge. I'd like to talk about the incident she's referring to, which happened in 1906. If you're with sensitive listeners, you might consider skipping ahead 10 or 20 seconds. According to a 2021 article in the Washington Post, Ed Johnson was wrongfully accused of raping a white woman in 1906. The county court found him guilty, despite overwhelming evidence to the contrary, and the U.S. Supreme Court had ordered a stay of execution. But in response to that order, he was lynched, being hung from the Walnut Street Bridge. Almost a century later in the year 2000, a Hamilton County judge cleared Ed Johnson of wrongdoing. The memorial was erected in 2021, and you can find more information about it at edjohnsonproject.com. And what's interesting now is how, you know, because of the gentrification that Chattanooga is experiencing, continues to experience, you see how certain parts of town, like the North Shore, it's not primarily black anymore. Um, and you see that for a, a lot of areas of the, of the downtown. I've, I used to teach at Tyner High School. And if you look at the walls of graduating classes, it starts out being primarily white, 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 white. And then it was like a drastic change. All of a sudden it's like, whoa, wow. like now this is a school that serves primarily black students. Um, and so you see a lot of um, people of color being pushed out of city areas. Um, you see a lot of, um, I, this, this, there's just a lot of history. But anyway, we'll back to the bridge, the bridge. That's where I started from. But I think, you know, you know, people say, oh, I'm not racist or blah, 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 blah. But when I was growing up as a white boy, you know, they, your family said, oh, don't go past Ninth Street, which is Martin Luther King Boulevard, right? So they told you not to go there. They implanted fear, you know, in, in a lot of cities. Don't go over the railroad tracks, you know, blah, blah, blah. You heard all that. But people say, oh, I'm not racist. And subconsciously, that stuff was planted in you. And 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 our and our and our brothers and sisters of color, they were told, "Don't go to Sand Mountain." You know, they'll 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 kill you. And I think it's really so powerful to understand that and to not deny it, but to say, "Oh my God, there was." I didn't even realize I was programmed that way. You know, kind of Chattanooga, what's created that way? It's been that way for a long time, and I I don't know if people really get that. I don't know if they get that subconsciously. It was done to you by your forefathers. And all you got to do is say, oh, 
okay, I'm aware of that. How can I fix that within me? And then the healing starts for all of us. And that brings us to another theme that comes up whenever you talk about Chattanooga. And that is the positive growth of this place. There's a recognition that even though there are hard and difficult truths, the city is a wonderful place to be. And it's only getting better. It's grown since I first moved here in Chattanooga. And how long ago was that? It was probably, oh my gosh, 2015. So what's that been like six? Wait, oh my gosh, 2023 now. It's been eight years. Eight years, okay. That's crazy. So yeah, when I first moved to Chattanooga from, I came from Atlanta. So it was just like, and I was like in like Atlanta, Atlanta. So it was hard like looking around like, oh my gosh, like everything closes at 10. You can't buy alcohol (laughs) on a Sunday. I tried to buy alcohol and the look that the store clerk gave me was just like, what's wrong with you? Like, I didn't know it was, you know, illegal. Um, There wasn't a lot of diversity in terms of like what to eat. And it still isn't where I want it to be, but it's improved sure. from yeah. eight years ago. In in the early years, it was one of the first cities that actually had electric buses. So they started on this really cool, energy efficient, clean environment thing, and then it kind of stopped. You know, uh, I don't know what happened. I wasn't living here when it kind of stopped. But then, you know, we get into the 90s and all that money now is being used to do really beautiful things because those people did leave the and good things from music and the arts. We have one of the best music scenes anywhere, you know? I've traveled I've traveled a lot. We may not be the biggest, and I don't want to be the biggest, honestly. I don't want to be Atlanta. I don't want to be Nashville because this is a it's a it's a treasure. You know, Chattanooga, it's so beautiful. We have we have the everything's on the river down there. We have, you know, South Side, the arts arts district. We have another I think the East the west side, we've got North Shore, we have downtown. So like any city would have, you know, we've got all of that plus more and it's quaint and it feels good to walk through the city and the prices are getting higher, but they're still not as bad as other big cities in the country. And downtown living is a charm, man. I mean, you know, I was always told, oh, don't live downtown, you know, it's dangerous down there when I was growing up and wanting to invest and I should have, and I was an idiot because I listened to my family on that level, you know, but you know, I wish I would have invested a lot more in like downtown properties in Chattanooga because we have some beautiful, beautiful housing, beautiful buildings. Beautiful people all working together to make a beautiful city. And there really is a tangible excitement about the future of this place and a real appreciation of what we have. As we continue to explore Chattanooga through this podcast, I hope that you too will come to love it as much as I do. Right here on my part of town. Ooh, 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 wait, wait, I almost forgot. Remember how Ella owns a chocolate shop? I do want to give you a special code for your listeners. So if you are listening to this, I don't do discounts often, so consider yourself special. We have the code thank you 10 that's T H A N K Y O U 1 0 all capital letters use that promo code on our website for 10% off. All right, thank you so much for sharing that with us Ella. If you want to try some of the most delicious chocolates you've had in your life, click the link in our show notes and use that coupon code. I'll also share a link to Bates' business, Chi Farms and Markets, where you can find some delicious local produce and products. Thanks again so much for listening to my part of town, Chattanooga. (music) 
My Part of Town Chattanooga is sponsored by Trainual, which helps small businesses scale and grow by providing a platform for training and process documentation. Trainual eases onboarding so that your employees can get up to full speed faster and so that you can spend more time on what matters most. Trainual is a crucial tool for any growing business, so I highly recommend it. That's Trainual, like training manual. Get 10% off your first month with offer code CROSA. That's just my last name, C as in Charlie, R-O-S-A. Sign up for a free trial now at trainual.com. Thank you for listening to My Part of Town Chattanooga. Our theme song is Chattanooga Skiffle by Lon Eldridge. Be sure to subscribe and find us on social media so that you never miss an episode. And I'd love to hear from you. To tell us what makes this city special or to learn more about what you heard, send an email to mpotchattanooga at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. I can't wait to tell you more in our next episode of My Part of Town, Chattanooga. It's a treasure.